potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists. Look, I'm going to uh, shirt front, Mr. Brass Monkey Pod, the podcast voted most likely to forego personal convenience in favour of basic human rights. My man, Mr. Mark Reed, is on the other line in our Queensland studios. How are you going, mister? Soz, I'm fantastic. Live from Queensland, living the dream up here because according to our premier, we're about to be inundated with COVID cases. So it's exciting considering we've had uh, two years almost of no cases, but we're opening those borders, mate, and uh, letting the floodgates come in with the vaccinated. Yeah, amazing that. Um, what does COVID, COVID clearly doesn't like the beach. It hates the beach. It hates Queenslanders, COVID specifically. It's, but, it's, but it's contacted um, the Premier and let, let her know that they'll be coming in soon. Exactly. It's le- the Premier's had a call from COVID and COVID's basically uh, called from New South Wales and Victoria in particular. And they've said the vaccinated people from those states are free to come in and spread COVID throughout Queensland, which... Look, it's a lovely thought going into Christmas. All I can hope for mm. is that we, uh, you know, we get a slice of what you've experienced down there in Victoria and we get shut off, shut out in our homes for, you know, a good 16 months and our businesses maybe get destroyed even more. Well, fingers firmly crossed, mate. That's all we can do for you guys up there. It's been a real blast down here. <laughs> Soswa, <laughs> um, how has it been down there with the, the Freedom Day, everyone out in the pubs and raising a glass? Um, to, to the freedom that Dan Andrews has just bespowed upon you amazing citizens for rolling up your arms and doing what's right for, for the country and saving people, despite, let's, let's realise, despite the Premier of Queensland just saying that people that are vaccinated are going to be bringing COVID into Queensland. Um, but, yeah, what's, um, what's happening in Victoria and how excited are you? Ah, oh, it's amazing. For the listeners, um, we've launched straight into it. Obviously, we've um, got a bone to pick with everything that's going on right now in Melbourne and, and Queensland and New South Wales and basically all of Australia and by extension the world. But yes, mate, it's um, fuck, it's so weird that any portion or percentage of the people here actually believe they've achieved any semblance of freedom. Um it's a hard thing for me personally to stomach uh, that they were, you know, it's basically I hope that the steak tastes better now that you've given up your bodily autonomy, you know. I hope that really adds some flavour to it. Yeah, it's a strange sight seeing uh, that's the co-host Maisie uh, having a little bark at uh, God knows what. Um, it's a strange sight seeing people out at beers. I was watching... Uh, what was I watching that guy, Avi Yemeni or whatever? Um, yeah. And he was doing a bit of a Rebel re- News. Yeah, Rebel News or whatever. And uh, he was doing a report on just uh, the nurses uh, doing sort of their protest in Victoria and Melbourne. And there's still a few left just still trying to keep the uh, keep the movement going down there. And then there's these people drinking at bars just yelling out abuse at these nurses for protesting. And... Yeah. I just find it, I mean, I know I've probably turned a corner with the whole drinking thing and I'm like, I'm cool with it. Like if you want to drink and all that, but I just find it very strange like getting drunk and yelling abuse at people trying to have like free speech and free 
it just it just really yeah. grates on me. It's sort of the same as seeing people with masks at McDonald's. It just it doesn't doesn't add up. It's the result of a majority feeling very empowered right now, is what I'd say. Um, I've seen that clip of of what's his name? Avi Yemeni. Avi, yeah, um, in Melbourne, and he actually corners one of the people yelling at the nurses and confronts him and wants to go, you know, just find a, a little bit about a, what he actually thinks about these nurses who are, were, it's my understanding they were actually vaccinated, but they were there protesting the mandates. Correct. And when put on the spot, um, didn't have much to say, the little fucking shit. I know. So, I know. And uh, the, the, the guy... But, you know, he's feeling empowered. He's part of the majority. He can stand there and get drunk and just start yelling at... Um, Basically, people who they've held up as heroes for the past two years um, until about two, three weeks ago. I, so, I don't know how he reconciles that in his pea brain mind. Yeah, and I guess, uh, is it a time of victory for these uh, vaccine-promoting um, uh, shirt, you know, lifting to get the jar rolling up the sleeves, people? Is this a time of victory for them? Yeah, I mean... Or do they not realise that, hang on, they've got to log in with a QR code everywhere, they've got to show their medical data everywhere they go, and hey, guess what? Vaccine wears off and you've got to get a booster in a couple of months probably. Yeah, yeah, which we're finding out more and more. People don't even... People have such a limited understanding of the information out there. We were talking about a mutual friend the other day who was completely in the dark that it's possible to... Uh, suffer and die, even if you've got double vaccinated. Soz, you led me straight into it because this is an article from The Guardian which I actually wanted to roll with when we started off this pod. Yeah. So I'd just like to hit you with a few pieces on that because, yeah, the education and the simple understanding of what this virus is doing is warped in this country and around the world at the moment. So I just want to read something from The Guardian, which is not the most trusted news source in the world, but... It's impossible to get the death rates based on double-vaxxed people in the world. So people that have been double-vaxxed and still die of COVID afterwards. It's difficult to find. But this Mm -hmm. article goes through a few of the numbers and it's titled Deaths Among the Double-Vaccinated. What is behind the Australian statistic? Now, if you scroll down about halfway through after they say the vaccine is very, um, the efficacy behind the vaccine is amazing, blah, 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 blah. They get to a, a paragraph which says, between 16th of June 2021 and 18th of October 2021, there were 61 deaths among fully vaccinated people in New South Wales from a total of 479 deaths. This data was provided to The Guardian by New South Wales Health. Now, let me tell you. So, they see, so out of the 479, and these are... 10% roughly. Roughly 10%, even over 10% were sort of... Yeah, getting towards that 15 or whatever. But that's fully vaccinated. Now, so that's double jab. Out of that 479, I want you to ask yourself, how many do you think have had a single jab? I would tell you, and I'm going to speculate here, I would say a large percentage, most, most, if not most, have had a single jab. Mm -hmm. So if you hear some sort of moron or downright idiot around you saying you can't die of COVID and people aren't dying of COVID after getting the double jab. We've just given you the straight facts on Mm -hmm. essentially New South Wales' statistics 
of people dying who have had the double jab. Interesting, isn't it, mate? Yeah, what's more interesting is that just nobody knows this. So few people know this. They're stuck in this bubble that the the mainstream media is just cotton wool balled them up in this bullshit and they can't see uh, the forest through the trees sort of a thing. So in Victoria, yeah, you're spot on, mate. And in Victoria, you've by far been at the epicentre of this the, the probably most craziest situation in the whole world as far as restrictions and lockdowns. And getting crazier by the day, to be honest, with um, yeah, everything that's going on legally and whatnot. So tell me what it's like to live in Victoria um, if you are unvaccinated, not saying you are or you aren't or whatever. Yeah, we, but, we have friends of the show who are, who, yeah. who may or may not be. So if you're not um, so if you're not vaccinated in Victoria, what's your what's your day and your restrictions look like? How does how does how's things change for you? Um, it hasn't changed a lot actually. Really, um, yeah, we're still can't you know can't really go anywhere that's been newly opened up, whether it's the pub or out to a restaurant or anything like that. That's very much still off so, off the cards for the unvaccinated. So when you say you can't go there, how, why? Like how does it, um, how are you stopped from going there at the moment? Well, they you need to provide evidence of double vaccination for service and you also need to check in. So they require the digital um, vaccination pass yeah. on your phone. And yeah. if you ain't got it, you ain't getting a beer, mate. Same thing in New South Wales uh, for even getting into some retail centres and shopping centres. Yeah, so I live on the I have, for, why, is it, why do I keep hearing that it's different in New South Wales and that they're, they're, is, they're allowing the vaccinated to participate in the economy again? So I can only really speak for the border region of yep. sort of northern New South Wales and I can tell you on the border region even in retail centers you've got to show your double vax wow so that's just to go shopping in retail centers okay um I haven't been to a retail center yet but yeah I, mean, I, know, I know you can still go to grocery stores people can you know food oh, that's hey. not too much of an issue but that's yeah better. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that, this is what life is looking like in Australia, isn't it, right now, mate? Like, we've been discussing this as worst-case scenario that you need to show vaccine passports and things like that. Well, we're living it. We're already living it. Queensland, praise the Lord, we haven't got there. And to be honest, like, oh, we don't even need to wear masks. Um, it's like a different world. It's been a different world up here. Like, yeah. don't need to wear masks. Uh, don't have but to show that. If but that's going to like, change. Yeah, they're obviously setting it up for, okay, get it into Queensland, roll it out the same way, fuck them all over the same way, we've been fucked. I mean... It's going to happen everywhere. Let's throw our conspiracy hats on. Queensland, what's going to happen over the next month, do you say, once we open up these borders? Well, cases will go up, people will freak out. Um They'll do lockdowns on you guys, the likes of which you probably haven't experienced yet um they'll beat you down they'll cause a massive division between factions of the of the community um yeah you've got a lot to look forward to really it's exciting i can't wait 
yeah. thrilling yeah. times. Queenslanders are a weird brunch, so it'll be interesting to see how that's handled, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> traditionally, I do feel like Queensland's politics is very conservative and nanny-ish. Feels so like. I'd imagine once this starts coming in, I yeah. It's going to be pretty harsh, I'd imagine. Yeah. The, the lockdowns and whatnot. And it and it sort of brings me to a, a thought and a question I've got I've had I wanted to ask you is like you sort of feel like you're on an island if you haven't been vaccinated. And the other day they released the statistic that 500,000 Victorians apparently haven't received their first dose. Yeah, which I tells, saw that. Yeah, which tells me that there's actually like a lot of people out here. That's a large percentage of the population down there that haven't received their first dose. And Queensland, I feel like people aren't getting rushing out the door to getting it. Mind you, the statistics say that, you know, we're at 80% double jabbed and things like that. Do you think the numbers are correct as far it's as... It's so all- hard, man. Why, how do they know COVID's coming if you're all like 80% vaxxed and it's just fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it doesn't make too much sense. So, I, I mean, our, I think our double-vaxxed uh, numbers up here are like 60 to 70% even. They're not... Well, there's no, not. there's no... I can see why that is because you can function... You're functioning as a society up there still. Yeah. We cannot. So, unless you get that, you're locked out of participating in life. Well, with Dan Andrews, you know, as recent as last week, making the mandatory for a lot of retail workers to get the vaccine. We're talking just retail staff. We're talking, you know, people that really aren't, I mean, yes, they're close contact, but, you know, if we're making retail staff and everyone else be mandatory to get the vaccine, you've got to realise that there's going to be no industry spared by this. No. I mean, there's... There's some crazy shit going on. I read like medical things about people with serious medical conditions, blood clottings, things like that, that are directly associated with the vaccines and not even they're getting exemptions and stuff. No, they're being told to get the vaccine after they've had an adverse reaction to the first um, jab. They're being told to go back and jump in line and get the second one. Which, Which, what do you feel that the sentiment... So, okay, so Dan Andrews, obviously in Victoria, right, has just been the most... He's losing his mind, man. ...disgusting, weaselly piece of shit that you could ever imagine in human... In our recent Australian political history, obviously we've got some good ones like John Howard and... Oh, yeah. um, So he's doing all this... But what's the... how, How are people in Victoria following this prick? Like how how's you know you it's got less mates. about following Your him mates. and following um and and following the rest of the fucking plebs that subscribe to his way of thinking and his mm. strategy. So it's less about Dan and it's more about the people in the community that have just blindly sucked him off for the last two years. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I, I know what you mean, but. It's sort of, it's happened incrementally in a way here. Um, it's sort of like, what is it when you cook the fucking frog in boiling water? It doesn't <laughs> like it's going to die or something. You just warm the water up slowly until it, she's boiling. I get what you mean. That's sort of what's happened here. There's always been a, just do this and and we'll let you do this then. 
Yeah. Just do this. Okay, that didn't work out. But if you do this, then that, that thing we promised you before plus this will do then. And yeah. so you're slowly just giving away your rights, giving away your rights until you've been locked indoors for two years. Yeah, and you've lost two years of your life. Yeah, and you've lost motivation and you've lost, you've lost fucking the support of people you thought thought similarly to you they've been they've been you know sort of drank the kool-aid of mainstream media and have and have jumped on dan's dick too it's just just happens slowly um it does mate if it it was an instant thing then i think there would have been more outrage and, and uprising but but don't get it wrong there's still a lot of protest and a lot of pushback down here that you just will not get reported on by mainstream media you're right and unfortunately, a lot of the people that are breaking, like what you said, you, it's not like you're blaming them. Mm-mm. We had a, you and me had a we had a big discussion this like uh, last week or whatever, uh, questioning yeah. you know saying are we wrong and when are we going to break? Yeah, well, we, to say, you know, the question you know, what we, we sort of pose it to ourselves, which we and which we think is actually the healthy way to be to think is you know we we ask each other have we. Are we going down the rabbit hole here? Have we like, have we fucking lost it here? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's, I think that's very good to do, like regularly. Um, I still feel like we haven't, but it's good to check in. It's good to check in, and it's good to be open to being wrong. So we sort of sat there, and because we, you start being in the minority, and you start losing, you can't talk to people. I've had people say that they can't even talk about it around me. And I'm not a confrontational person, even though some podcasts it might seem like I might go nuts or whatever else. But not, I'm not. I don't think I'm that confrontational. But the fact that people are avoiding me what do, because I'm in the position where I haven't been vaccinated, and obviously don't right now. I, I don't intend on getting vaccinated. And I I really hope I can hold that line, but I'm really questioning whether I'm going to be able to. Yep, and I'm in a I'm in a similar position. Um, I wonder in those situations, is it, is it that they just think, oh, he's just, you know, I'm just trying to play a devil's advocate here. They like, mm. oh, he's just bloody, he's a lost cause. He's gone down this rabbit hole. I don't know if we'll get him back. And they just uh, don't have, in their mind, don't have the energy. Or is it that they, they actually don't have the capacity, knowledge or understanding of the situation to engage in a proper conversation with you, with someone like you who has his facts and has a fair bit of knowledge about it. I'd like to think the latter. And I actually just listened to Charlie Robinson. Like I'd like to think that... Um, friend of the just, show, Charlie Robinson. Yeah, friend of the show, Charlie Robinson's podcast, Microaggressions, which is blowing up since we first had Charlie. Since he came I, on um, the, one of the early pods, he's really blown yeah, up like after three, that, hasn't he? Yeah, no, yeah, like three years ago, but he was he just released that, his book. and But anyway, I was listening to his podcast and he just did this new one that came out today or whatever. Yeah. And he just started off, he's like, I'm angry and he's like, I'm sick of this. He's like... You know, I could be talking something about something else. I could be talking about conspiracies, but I'm actually not talking about conspiracies. And people think this is a conspiracy, but he's like, no, this is me doing research for years on this matter, on these vaccines, on these rollouts. This is all research. It's not a conspiracy. And he's he said he's just tired of having it framed in that manner because it doesn't get taken seriously. And it is so easy to rubbish this side of the argument by calling it a conspiracy. Now today, 
I have not framed anything I've said in a conspiratorial way. I've used an article from The Guardian to tell you that double vaccinated people are dying from COVID in Australia. Okay, so they're getting their vaccine, they're still dying. Everything I've used is from mainstream sources and mainstream articles. If you want us to do a full deep dive conspiratorial pod about bloody the Georgia Guidestones and that they're trying to kill us all potentially, we can, but we feel like right now it's, I mean, at least I do, I feel it's in our best interest to sort of relay the facts of what the fuck is going on. Yeah, it's like I feel we have a, a part to play in this right now and it's important we play this part and it's to shed light on on the information out there that's just not getting to people. Um, yeah. So that's what, that's what we do here at the pod, isn't it? That's right, mate. And, uh, it's interesting times and it's difficult times. It's difficult to know where you sit in this community, especially in Australia. I don't know if the rest of the people, I don't know if people around the world are feeling this, but I've definitely started to feel like I don't know if my place in my community still stands due to this, which is crazy to think. Yeah. But but I actually don't know how I fit in society with the, the rest of the people at the moment. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's it's significantly changed my feeling about who I was surrounding myself with and, yeah, to a, to a larger extent, the community at large, like, you know, I have funny feelings just walking around the grocery store, just going, oh, I bet you're, 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 you know, sort of just, it's fucked, but you can't help but see them as a cause of this. Um, you can't through, help through but. Acquiescing to these fucked up draconian rules. And they're so serious and concerned about public health yet they don't care about Queensland opening their borders to the vax, to the virus coming in on purpose. Yeah. I mean... Do you, get, do, you, do you get what I mean? Like there's no uproar, but there's an uproar over me not getting the jab. Yeah, a selective uproar. Yeah, yet, yet people with the jab can get the virus and pass it on yep. and do everything. That's an issue. Yet there is no uproar because it's not framed to them to have an uproar. Yeah. So... I mean, this is this is one hundred percent not about health or science. None of this is. None of it is. No, it couldn't no be. Way. Otherwise, too many people would be like, "What the fuck?" That doesn't make any sense. Exactly. It doesn't take long to realise that this is all complete bullshit. That we would have been putting beds in stadiums, and we would be coming up with alternative health uh, treatments for this virus. Yeah. Um, we would have been, you know, providing more information around preventative measures, like maybe staying away from Maccas, maybe, um, you know, exercising every day, maybe seeing a bit of sunlight, you know, just basic shit. Yeah. But we haven't really had much of not, that, not have a we? single peep about preventative, yeah, other than vaccination. But um, it. The other thing, the major, another major, major thing that's going on in Melbourne right now is these, the legal things that are going on. Okay, so we've got crazy yeah. Dan, who's who's going like, I swear they must have some fucked up shit on him with that Lindsay Fox shit. Otherwise, they could not get any, you know, any fucking person thinking right to do what he's doing. There's just no chance. 
Um, he must be compromised. He's compromised. And so at the same time, there's an IBAC investigation into the Labor Party in Victoria for branch stacking and all this crazy corruption. So mm. this is happening simultaneously. And then there's a third prong to all this, them trying to pass this new legislation that would usurp the state of emergency powers and render them not needed, basically. Um, that have something much more powerful than that available to them on an ongoing basis forever. Um, have you caught any of that, the, the legal stuff about this legislation? I've caught little bits and pieces, yeah, definitely. It's fucked up. If anyone wants to get a good idea of what's going on in Victoria, I would recommend jumping on Instagram and following Voice of Victoria. She's fantastic. She's done incredible work over the last few years surrounding um, lockdowns and stuff in Victoria. But, um, yeah. And she'd had a really good thread on Twitter regarding that, which I did read. But, yeah, um, I mean, there's so much wrong um, with this legislation down to the fact that the first and foremost, they've only given them basically 24 hours to read a 124-page document Um Mm. write amendments and you know do all this sort of shit make changes and make um recommendations which is fundamentally undemocratic they know what they're doing by only giving them that amount of time like this is obvious so they're trying to circumvent democracy to rush through this legislation people should be fucking boiling over right now as far as see, this pro, happening. See, and then, see, vax or no vax, where, where are exactly. you speaking up about this? But you want us to roll, you you care about us getting the jab, but you're not caring, caring about any about of this other this crazy shit. shit. Yeah, it's such virtual signaling fucking on crack gone wrong. It it's is, mate. fucked up. The other thing is, the, some of the, um, the language used in this legislation is so fucking broad and dangerous... Um, that we're all fucked if it goes through. It's already passed the lower house. So there's um, there's some terminology in there. It's straight out of Nazi Germany. It says they are allowed to target people based on their religious, political and something other beliefs. Like that's actually said in there. They're able to target them based on that belief. Now, if that nice. doesn't... Scream Nazi Germany to everyone, then it should be. And we're going to get to Max Eigen leaving Australia just at the end of this pod. But yeah, he's a true patriot. But um, the other thing is, fuck, what was it? The terminology. Terminology. Oh yeah, and they, the geniuses that they are, um, they've referenced one of the because they've referenced a lot of expert groups. They conferred with in order to expedite the process Mm, very questionable some of these groups by the way but one of them they mentioned was the vic bar so we're talking (laughs) the fucking lawyers of victoria the lawyers of victoria yeah turns out they hadn't actually consulted them but they've put it through on the (sighs) legislation whoever fucking thought that was a good idea is about their heads about to roll because vic bars obviously caught wind of it and written mm. one, uh, an incredible post, an incredible response to it. Um, they've gone over the legislation themselves. They think it's absolutely appalling. It opens um, us up to some real troublesome possible future scenarios with the powers they're trying to give the Premier. Keep in mind, if this Premier gets ousted and we get 
a crazy fuckwit in more of a crazy fuckwit in there. We're really fucked. I don't know how you could get more crazy than Dan right now. So, you know what I mean. I don't know either, mate. I don't know how you could get crazier this Vic, than a uh, guy that's ran military through the city. Um, is actually, it's one of the most hopeful things I've read. If you wait there for one second, I'll. I'm waiting here. And I'll, I'll, and there ha- I'll read it to you. There has been a few positive things where people have pushed back against the likes of Dan Andrews and things like that. Um, you've got it coming yeah, up. Here it is. Um, <laughs> listeners are going to love this. If you haven't, um, it's an excerpt. Okay, this is an excerpt, which is probably good because it's quite a long letter. Okay, this is an excerpt from an email from the president of Vic Bar sent to all Victorian barristers on the 27th of October, which is two days ago. Over the past 24 hours, the Victorian Bar has become aware of a bill to amend the Public Health and Wellbeing Act 2020 in respect of, amongst other things, pandemic management. The Public Health and Wellbeing Amendment Bill 2021 has been made available on the Parliament of Victoria website only this afternoon. The Minister of Health's, uh, the Minister of Health's bill summary claims the department and an expert reference group undertook targeted consultation and names the Victorian Bar as one of the external stakeholders consulted. This is a gross misrepresentation. The Victorian Bar was not consulted. The president of the Victorian Bar participated in a 45-minute Microsoft Teams meeting organised by the Department of Health on 28th of June, 2021. The ERG, which is the expert reference group, and numerous other parties also attended. The broad issue of the declaration of pandemics was raised. There was no further contact. The Victorian Bar was never provided with a draft bill. So... (laughs) That's crazy. Two members of the Victorian Bar Council were registered to attend a one-hour consultation workshop with the ERG on 28th of September 2021 about the development of new pandemic-specific part of the PHW Act, which is the Public Health and Wellbeing Act. This workshop was cancelled at short notice and never rescheduled. It is unclear why a bill related to issues of management of future pandemics is being subject to a rushed and or severely curtailed consultation process. On an initial reading of the bill, the Victorian Bar has grave concerns about some of its content. The overriding concern is that the bill confers on the Health Minister what is, in a practical sense, an effectively unlimited power to rule the state by decree for an effectively indefinite period and without effective judicial or parliamentary oversight. The Minister's power is available when a pandemic declaration made by the Premier is in force. It can be expected that such a pandemic declaration will be in force for the foreseeable future. The scope of the power is extremely broad. The Minister may make any order that the Minister believes is reasonable, necessary to protect the public health. The content of the orders is effectively unlimited. The bill expressly allows the Minister's orders to discriminate on the basis of an attribute within the meaning of the Equal Opportunity Act. These ap- get this, these attributes include, among many others, political beliefs. That's fucked up. Thus, the bill enables the Fuck Minister me. to make orders targeting people on the basis of their political beliefs if the Minister believes this is reasonably necessary to protect the public health. Let that sink in, people. The practical ability to challenge these orders in the Supreme Court is likely to be very limited because the bill's 
because the bill confers a very broad discretion premised on the subjective belief of the minister that the order is reasonably necessary. So it's basically all up to the minister to determine on his subjective nature what is reasonably necessary. That's absolutely crazy. Dictatorship. Yeah. As a yeah, dictatorship. The orders are subject um, to disallowance... Uh, the orders are subject to disallowance by Parliament only if the Scrutiny of Acts and Regulations Committee recommends it. The committee can only recommend disallowance on narrow grounds, effectively confi- confined to the order being beyond power or breaching the Charter of Human Rights and Responsibilities Act. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, I think we've covered the, the craziest stuff there. Um, the end part, they go Fuck on to say, the bill confers powers that can be appropriate appropriately described as draconian in authorising virtually unlimited interference with the liberties of Victorian citizens. Yet the bill lacks the appropriate checks and balances to ensure the proper exercise of these powers. This represents the biggest challenge to the rule of law that this state has faced in decades. A reasonable period for discussion and debate over the provisions of this bill was and is necessary. There is simply no excuse for pushing it through in the way it has been. And that's, that's it. That's powerful, though, eh? Whoa. It's not just a good rebuttal. It's amazing. It sort of paints out the damaging process of this bill if it goes through as well, like in... Absolutely. So, you know, (sighs) I wonder what... You know, there'll be these these mindless fucks that have gone along the whole time with everything that will be seeing what Dan's doing and going, yeah, yeah, fuck, he, he knows what he's doing, you know? What would they say? The far right Nazis. Yeah, what would they say in the light of the Vic, Par- Vic Bar saying it's fucked? You know, where, where do they go to then? They're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, fucking lawyers, fuck yeah, fuck them. Well, 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 these people believe that. These people believe a few things. I think they believe that the people that are concerned about our freedoms and our vaccines and our medical anonymity and all that, they believe that they're either far-right conspiracy theorists with crazy political views anyway. So they probably believe that there needs to be more stringent controls over political messaging and all of that sort of shit. So they'll have a way to convince themselves that this is fine and this is right. And then I, then I sit back and I go, you know what? What's a fucking bill these days? They're doing that anyway. Yeah. We've got nowhere to voice our platform or actually say what we really believe and what we really want anyway. You can't protest. Uh, you can't organize a, a protest. There's a whole bunch of new shit they're trying to bring in to, um, with the social media people. Like the liberals are trying to get them um, classified as publishers so that, that then they can censor... Um, basically what goes on social media as well. So this is heading in a particular direction and it's if people can't see it, when we end up there, it's fucking on them. It is on them. And it's extremely sad that we're just coasting our way and suckling at the titty Mm -hmm. of the bloody government as it happens. Uh, But... That leads me to possibly what we were going to discuss with and we sort of briefly touched on it. We thought what we've been talking about this together is is the Crow House, um, the host from the Crow House, fellow Gold Coaster, Max Eigen, yeah. has fled 
uh, quite dramatically. I don't know if we'll throw to a clip here where we meet. No, I will encourage the listeners to go look it up. Yeah, go check it out on our YouTube at Brass Yeah, we'll include a link below to the um, BitChute video. Yeah, so essentially he... Uh, he ran a website and uh, if no one really knows, basically a website that discusses this sort of uh, topics that we've been discussing on the podcast, among others. Uh, a lot of thing about, you know, Australians' freedoms, exposing Dan Andrews, exposing the vaccine rollout and things like that. Uh, he's a 65-year-old man. He's been in the game for a long time, obviously, like in the truth game, you could say the truth game, um, or in the alternate news space for quite a long truth time. Truth alternate and news nowadays. Exactly. And he's left for Mexico. And last reported, that's where he is, Acapulco. So, mate, I guess the question is, should I stay or should I go? Like, what, 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 what are the options? Do you be like Max and do you leave? And, uh, and Max didn't want to make it seem like he fled, but apparently he'd received two emails from police, which seems a bit dubious regarding his relationship to a protest and things like that. So he made it like he was on the cusp of getting arrested. Uh, Wouldn't surprise me. It should be ch- yeah. Fuck, man. I, the only way I can look at this at the moment, I still have some some hope. Here's what I'm thinking. Like, here's my hopeful thought. I just need to get to. I think we've discussed this. Get to Christmas, where there's some legal things happening at the moment, um, leading up to around December first. Which we, for me, I kind of have to see if they play out. One of those was to see if this state of emergency powers would be renewed or if this legislation gets through, which is, that's been done right now. So until there's a result on that, um, I think I need that as sort of more information to make my decision. But yeah, I just can't help but feel like there's still scaring the fuck out of everyone to get the vaccine before X date because they're actually not going to have the power to enforce it after that date. And I think... I'm hearing a lot of that. And I don't know, yeah. But I also feel playing into that is the fact that there's... They're setting up so many people for the fall. So it's like push, 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 get the vax, get the vax, get the vax. Hits this date. Oh fuck, these people were off their fucking heads. Dan will be gone by then. They'll blame it on Dan. Dan's gone. Gladys is already gone. She's the four guy there. They're about to take Fauci down. Um, so they'll fucking, he'll be the four guy over there. And then maybe it'll be like, okay, they, they were all a bit crazy and went way too far. Let's tone it back a bit and come back to a bit of normalcy. Um, but in the meantime, um, 95% of people have got the vaccination by then. You know what I mean? I hear so I, I hold out hope that something like that might transpire. Yeah, I had been holding out hope for something like that until Go recently. On, on. Yeah, I don't want to crush you, but I, ha- I feel like I have to do – I have to at this point because I feel like we do provide a lot of hope on the podcast – but right now, my hope is dissipating. I've seen our unwillingness and inability to be able to even discuss or protest this current fuckery. 
I'm seeing governments mandate the vaccine across Australia, so states mandate it for industries, which I never thought would roll over and take it. The construction industry was an interesting one where it was a huge uproar and then... What happened to that? Not a lot. I think some people took it, some people of, didn't. Um, construction workers not back working. Yeah, right exactly. So maybe maybe the mandate in that that's successful, but they're still pushing, you know, a lot of industries to make it mandated, right? And even if it's not mandated, they're making it so you can't even operate yeah, without it. The, the, so it's um, limits on customers and shit like that. Exactly, like where you can go and and even like as a human in Australia, like going across the border or going into certain shopping centres or going into certain areas, like it's it's just... So for me, I'm starting to think, you know, Australia probably potentially, if you want to be part of the normal society in this country, it's going to be difficult for you to remain unvaccinated, that's mm. for sure. And I think it's probably your time's passing very quickly whether that will be Christmas or earlier, I think we'll get another few big scares and, um, yeah, I think there'll be no real hope for you if you haven't been vaccinated in Australia. But then it brings me to the thought of where do you go? Like where are your options going to go? A lot of countries, you can't even really travel if you're not vaccinated at the moment. Vaccine passports are real. So for you to get into the majority of countries or get to a different country yourself... You're going to yeah, struggle. I think that's part of the reason why Max got out now. Exactly. Like, I think probably within the month, you're not leaving Australia if you're not vaccinated. No. no. We're a highly isolated island uh, with, you know, bordering no other countries, clearly. You've got to fly really to Singapore or, you know, one of the other major hubs in the world to get to anywhere else right now. Actually, flights in and out of LA have started, I believe, again, but the restrictions on the travel are phenomenal. Old Alan Joyce. He's a fuckwit. He loves it. Yeah, total fuckwit and loves a bit of the Dan Andrews style. Dick. Um, So, mate, bit of a bummer, but... That's where I'm feeling and I'm thinking and we had this conversation the other day. It's like what are you proving not getting vaccinated from a standing point other than your health, if you're worried about for your health or whatever else. Like it gets to a point where you um, you, you lose your will to sort of keep fighting yes, it a bit, eh? and that is clearly part of the design. Like, I mean, we're, we're spoken <laughs> totally. about, I mean... Yeah. What are our options? Like, I mean, it, it's got me yeah. thinking this week, man. Like, what is life? Like, okay, so yeah. say we, we hold strong and we, we staunch it out and maybe there is mm. a way to do it, but it, it means isolating rurally, um, which is all sick. And like, I'm, I think we're both into that idea, but then not being able to see your family, mm. uh, not being able to participate in cultural affairs cultural things whether it's music or arts or things like that and then so the question sort of comes up like what is life then you know is it Uh, great question that's sort of where i'm find myself 
And I, and I don't think life is consumerism and the way that we're living it. I actually don't. Like, look at what Facebook are releasing, this metaverse uh, just today, and you look at it with the VR and all of that. Like, that's not life to me. I'm sure there's some interesting sides of it, but uh, that isn't life to me at least, but I'm 100% with you just isolating yourself and not being able to do things with your children or your yeah, family. It's like, is that like, a win? Have we won then, you know? And, I, and it's not, not like I know, trying I know, to win, really. Win the game of life. But I'm with you. <laughs> totally. And it's, yeah, it's getting to a very strange point. It is, man. Yeah, but it's wearing, mm. us, wearing us down, that's for sure. Um, As I think it is for most Australians that are in this current situation because there's been so many. I had a friend this week who got the job who was staunchly against it, but his life was just being controlled and not being able to just basically – and I'm not talking like fun freedoms. I'm talking about putting food on the table for his family. it's basically starving people into it. That's what's happening. Exactly, and there's stories everywhere about that. So, but, you know, the likes of the social justice warriors and the celebrities of this world are stoked that we're feeling like this, I guess. It's fucking (laughs) weird. They love the isolation. They think, you know, fuck, you deserve it. How dare you have questioned a medical mandate? Sucked into you. Sorry, oh, (laughs) oh, science medical guru you. Friend down the street who works at fucking convenience store. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, a- mate, where where to go from here? I think our next pod. So where it's the twenty late. It's late October, mate. The borders open on November first up here in Queensland. Our next pod is going to be vastly different than this one. <laughs> really. Each time, it's like so much has happened in between. We are racing yeah. towards a world we don't recognise and and it's well, petrifying. It's petrifying. I mean, the, the, you know, 18 months ago we said vaccine passports, vaccine mandates, lockdowns, all of this and everyone's like, oh, yep. conspiracy. If you're going to throw on your conspiracy hat, Soz, where are we this time next year? And obviously you want to be positive. I don't know. I don't know. It's like we're trying to keep it positive, but let's let's try to keep it real, man. Let's let's go real. Where are we at? Where are we at economy wise and where are we at um I think conservatively, wise? civil war. <laughs> yeah, man. Um fuck, that's actually a really daunting and scary question. Um one year from now. I'm going to say there's going to be a mass spiritual awakening amongst humans because of the information that is there and it is still coming out. People are going to have a massive wake up. They're going to realize what's happening, that media, big pharma, government, huge big corporations are all in it together to fuck us. And there's going to be a huge revolution... And we're going to throw all the politicians out and politics will be done and dusted and we're going to figure out a whole new way to run this gaff. That's what I think. Oh. That's got me feeling all yeah. fuzzy. It's possible. Like I'm, I'm loving that because I actually feel like that is hugely possible. Well, it's so crazy. I think they're pushing us so far that they don't even realize. People do have a limit. They're going to be like, 
Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. You want yeah, my what? kid to have a needle in their arm and wear a face mask yeah, every what? day? First, surgically what? implanting the face mark while it's in the womb? <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. What? You want to track my child everywhere yeah. they go? <laughs> what? So... When your whole government's full of pedophiles, Unbelievable, what? right? Unbelievable. <laughs> Fuck. Exactly. But, you know, there's a very... On a spiritual level, there's a, there's a chance we're coming to some kind of a... There's a massive change taking place. Whether the good or the evil wins is what we will probably know by next year. I think you're right. And from a conspiratorial standpoint, let's hope, please, seriously, for all these people that be, have been vaccinated, that the conspiratorial people are wrong for the first time Mark in two years. Mark and I can both say we fucking pray bloody daily that we're wrong about everything. I pray that yeah. they're not right because the future looks very bleak for those who have been yeah. vaccinated. And you're going off people that have got it yeah. right. I mean, we have to also for the say... the last two years... Like, I, cause, because the information's been so fucking politicized and commandeered for power, it's actually hard mm. to know what the chances are of adverse effects from any of these things. Because, you know what I mean? Like, well, this is a this is a case study. Yeah, this we is are a test. The test. This is a trial, medical so trial. I'd imagine that the chances are, I would say low, based on what I can see, but they're still significant totally. enough to worry about for some people and that's their decision whether that proportion that percentage is enough for them to worry about that's up to them and that should be their decision but we don't have clarity on this information they've fucked it up so badly that um that you know they're to blame for any hesitancy felt in the community completely couldn't agree more and you're right the concern based on the track record of all of this, I guess, is low um, from a mass injury standpoint. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, there's been mm-hmm. injuries, but when you say large scale, everyone being injured from a vaccine, um, we haven't really seen that. But, 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 but that's a different thing. We're, we're sort of saying the vaccine doesn't work anyway and there's a whole bunch of other shit going on, you know? So, But that is a point worth noting, I think. Yeah, definitely. But I'm saying just from a conspiratorial standpoint, people are talking this is going to – like there's doctors saying that there is going to be yeah. huge mass injuries yeah. from this. In time. I'm not yeah. – I'm not – yeah, I'm not quoting – I'm not – I'm not saying it myself. I'm saying that is what people are saying on the on that side. So, yeah, it's wild. It's wild times. And next week I think when we drop back in for a pod – Queensland is going to be in an interesting What's state. What's your prediction? My prediction is anger and I think – I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see how Queenslanders deal with it because we're going to have huge numbers of cases which we have and not seen during the And how people going to be able to reconcile that? For instance, the people we mentioned um, towards the top of the episode – who yeah. think that the vaccinated don't spread COVID that? for some reason. Well, they're not They'll going to be able to. Yeah, yeah. They will, well, because the vaccine doesn't work, obviously, mm. and we all know that. It only lasts six months and wears off. You know, I've heard from 
doctors and things like that. That yeah. is what happens. It wears off after six months. So that that's what's happening. Exactly. Just take a look at Israel or any other country. So I think Queensland, I mean, we're a dumb state, a bunch of rednecks. So I'm just trying to work out how that's going to yeah. play out. <laughs> who, who are they going to blame it on? Who are, who are we going to blame? Well, will they be willing to blame it on the government who just have yeah. let it in? Yeah. I mean, I was about to say, why are they letting them in? And, and then I was like, oh, no, don't go there because you're trying to think science then and that does that has not applied at any stage <laughs> during any of this. Has not applied at all. So so it's interesting times and I think we've given a good snapshot of what we're dealing with in Australia for the listeners yeah. out there because uh, it's, it's a baffling world to live in. I think a lot of people around the world are getting glimpses of this stuff but Australia seems to be on the forefront of just totalitarianism totally. and even and even particularly Melbourne I get um, people messaging me from other parts of Australia going is this true is this happening in Melbourne I had a wild one this morning someone messaged me and they're like yo bro is um, are they shutting down the bank accounts of unvaccinated people I'm like Fuck, jump straight on. <laughs> no. Well, well that's, that's what, that's what um, old mate was saying. Uh, what's his name? Who fled? Oh, really? Uh, Max yeah. Eigen. He was saying they were messing with his bank accounts and well, all that, sorts that, of stuff. Like initially I was like, fuck, surely they can't do that. I mean, people would riot. Um, but then he's like, he sent me, he sent me no, an audio... Wouldn't like audio message that he'd received from the the person who was telling him I'm my, it was my friend whose mm. bank account has been fucked fucking sounded mm. legit eh would we be surprised at this point I would be surprised at that like would you if they try and come uh, take my um, cash look out cheapest do not redistribute no. my wealth <laughs> said yeah. that from day one Unless you redistribute your, your, yeah. yours first, then I'm all, if, all for it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, I wouldn't be shocked if they did that. But, I mean, interesting yeah. times ahead. We're, we're, we're holding the line until yeah, Christmas. that's what we'll do. We just want more information. Hopefully, there'll be some... Hit us up in the comments if you're listening to this on YouTube. Mind you, we disable the comments usually on the pods because they go oh, wild. And ends up being... Yeah, it just ends up being people fucking talking about the That's most fine, crazy mate. They shit. They can do that. They can argue with the bots that are no doubt in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll so, be a couple um, of great links in the, yeah, in the a- uh, episode description. So, for, for more Definitely. Uh, research. And yeah, 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 for sure. And yeah, share. Share yeah, the boy. episode. I was, um, before we finish, I just wanted to jump into, I mean... We have lived in a time... Fuck, this is actually really fucked to think of. I hope um, the next generation gets to live in a, in a world that, has so ma- that can have such amazing concerts and arts festivals and, and whatnot. It got me thinking, mate, we were going to do a... Um, what was our segment we were going to do? Because there's a certain concert that is getting some huge, you know, retrospective backlash. Oh, the top, 
the top five Woodstock 99 acts. Yep. acts. Do we want to rifle through yeah, this mate. quickly? Let me, let me just so on because if anyone doesn't know, Woodstock 99 is getting cancelled because the videographers were filming girls in uncompromising positions, like with their boots yeah, out and stuff like that. Con- first and only concert that's ever happened at, unbelievably. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, there was people playing in shit, like feces from the um, yeah. toilets. Have you, you know that big mud bit? It's all like people rolling in shit. I mean, dude, I watched this cancelling of this... Um, this festival, mate, and I just got yeah. so sad that I'm not going to be at yeah. something well, like that. We still can. Um, well, maybe, but. All right, who are you starting with? So we're going to do a top, top five, five, and I'm, I'll just. Of, of the artists that played at Woodstock 99. All right. You start okay, with okay. one. Okay, start off. One of yours. No in no particular order. order. No particular order. Um, I'm going to start off with. Oh, what a selection. <laughs> It's amazing, man. I've got it up too. I might just start off with it's inc- the roots. The roots yeah, look was was not even going to touch them. I don't even know if I've seen the set, but all I can say is the seed is one of my yeah, favorite yeah, songs they would have got ever up for that. Surely, yeah. Was out then. Um, come out after that. It came out yeah, yeah. probably after, I guess. Yeah, The Roots. Wow, great one, mate. Great one. Uh, I've got to jump straight to one of my favourite sets and songs. One of those favourite like live songs I've ever seen, uh, Dave Matthews Band, <laughs> Trippin' Billies. Because I'm Trippin' Billy. I love a bit of Dave yeah, Matthews yeah. Band. Especially during Come that on. time. I just, yeah, that was quite something. Yeah, all these artists are probably super, super against the podcast these <laughs> days because I'm seeing, I'm seeing Ben Lee staring at me right. Do you know what? I've got one who, is prob- who would probably be on our side and who I'm just going to go out and say is my number one, um, Rage Against the Machine. Okay. Rage. Freedom. Yes. Yeah, right. Yes. Okay, another amazing yep. set. Uh, honorable Mention. Insane oh, Clown ICP, Posse. you know me. <laughs> With the, uh, I don't know if you saw this. I have seen it. Set yeah. where they just had a, yeah, where they had the yeah, big bottle of coke. Spray. Oh, must be a thing. Yeah, so, so honor, yeah, honorable mention to ICP. Uh, but I can't, I can't not go past yeah, Jamiroquai. Uh, I, I had the video, the, eh? Did you ever see it at my slide house? It, you do. Well, yeah. We used to watch it all the time, mate. So remember how he had the sliding yes. thing that went along that the front of the stage? That was actually meant to be a camera and thing, huge... and he jumped on it. Yeah. I yes. Remember. Yeah. Virtual Fuck insanity, yeah. or yeah, Absolute one of those. Cracker. Yeah. Um, right. Next off, why don't we go for a little bit of? Hmm. Oh, mate. I mean, you can't really go past the biscuit. <laughs> oh, Come on. This is prime time. Oh, did it all for the nookie. And they're probably to blame, aren't they? Oh, for, for sure. Any, for any sure. issues? I mean, we've yeah, got to yeah, blame Fred Durst. Fred. Yeah, no. During yeah, that time, I loved can... me some biscuit. So, yeah. Did you? Yeah. 
I thought you weren't much of a biscuit slash corn. Not so much corn, person, but biscuit got me, bro. That, that, that groove, that back okay, is good. Mad. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was um, it was big for you know ninety nine percent of teenage boys at that time. Shit, what an amazing festival! And I'm just going to do a few honourable mentions. Kid, Kid Rock, honourable mention to DMX. Where my dogs at? Where my <laughs> oh, ladies at? Dude. <laughs> and just and his set got a big special mention during the cancelling for some reason. But man, he's he yeah. he's one man with a DJ. Yep. With the Rough Riders DJ or whatever. And he was just controlling how many people were at that that festival? I want to say like 700,000, but I, I don't actually know. Dude, dude, the attendance was right. 400,000 right. over four days. That's a big That's festival. That's some more honorable yeah. mentions. I mean, James Brown. Fuck. Yeah, so it's... Yeah, yeah, amazing. I mean, it's got some... Obviously, negative stuff that happened. Which we're not discounting. It's just that we're not discounting, and there's some bad shit. I'm sure. We're, but, we're applying um, the Michael Jackson um, approach to this. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And just unfortunately, like all music festivals, have some horrible parts to them. Like you've got a hundred thousand people in a small in a in a place out of a hundred thousand people you're gonna find one yeah. bad person it's or like a few a, a protest there's gonna be fucking footy oh, match. footy, yeah, exactly. footy game. probably all the same people to be honest yeah geez who um out of this list I don't know if you have the whole mm-hmm. list before we move on who out of the list this list is still a huge artist uh, Creed they've I don't because I'm trying to <laughs> Creed. <laughs> what oh, about Lit? Mate, I can't remember that one song they had. Oh, my yeah, own worst yeah, enemy. Yeah. yeah, a lot of the these Metallica bands. Shit. Oh yeah, the Tiger. Okay, a lot of. Got to say, honourable mention. Bro, a lot of. I got so. tickets to a Jacket Little Pill concert two years ago. I'm still waiting to see it. Best, oh, best album. So I literally have Pill. tickets. She's coming back in 2022. Beautiful. We're going. Love it. Beautiful woman. I don't know. Something yeah, about her. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Just, yeah, I think she's amazing. Those songs on all those albums, I've revisited them all with my daughters because they love singing. And you go through the Alanis Morissette catalog yeah, and it's yeah. incredible. Offspring? The Offspring? Offspring, still, yeah, yeah, I guess. But honourable mention for sure. Honourable mention. Um, but really. Well, what a moment in nothing, time, eh? Nothing, mate. What a moment Amazing in time. Moment in time. <laughs> yeah. We might yeah, do this yeah. as a... Uh, we'll, we'll pick things that have been cancelled and go through parts we like about it each week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit us up in the comments, things that have been cancelled that you want us to really dive into. Uh, I'll tell you one thing without going too sidetracked. They've cancelled The Office, one Office episode, because it's... Um, it is... Like, it's, uh, Racist. You know, there's some bad parts to it, yeah. But anyway, don't do not cancel the <laughs> office for me. <laughs> All right, what a wild episode! We I have, think we've ended on a high. Yeah, it's a positive fully, which note. Is good to do with. I can't remember if we've done that or not of late, but um, we do we do like to leave. No, some we used po- to call him vibes, dear listener. We do, we do, and look. 
next episode is going to be a doozy. Yep. Well, you know where to come, listeners. Brass Monkey Pod for the real deal shit. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.
Lizard people, aliens, everything. (laughs) All right. Well, man, it's been awesome. I've loved it and can't wait to jump back on again and just smash out a few more. Love it. You. Bye.